What's up, guys? Steven Milhausen here, combat sports reporter from The Zone. More importantly today, the host of the Walkway to Fight Club, as it is Thursday, March the 11th, 2021. Before we kick everything off, I wanted to apologize. This podcast was supposed to be up this morning, and Daryl Rivera, unfortunately, couldn't do the podcast last night. So I went to sleep, and a busy day today for zone, so we're going to knock this out really quick and get back to regularly scheduled programming. But wanted to thank everyone for last week. What a podcast with John Moxley. We set some records, downloaded records. We shattered since the podcast has been back, our most downloaded podcast. So I appreciate that. Thank you, everybody, so much. It definitely means a lot. You rated, you reviewed, you subscribed. You did all the important things on all those major podcasting platforms, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart. I don't understand the whole iHeart game, but hey, you liked me. You didn't even tell me you liked me. Hey, but that's cool. That's cool. I'll give you guys some love. But no, thank you to iHeart. Thank you to everybody that has did listen. Great feedback. It really does mean a lot. Thank you so much. And we're coming out with a double barrel podcast. Podcast today, and then there'll be one for you guys early tomorrow morning. But let's focus on today, because we got a good one today. Adam Cole joins the show. And yes, Adam Cole came up short last night. This interview was conducted before his NXT title match with Finn Balor. By the way, watch that match, guys. I can watch them all day. What a great match it was. Finn Balor ended up winning. That Kyle O'Reilly, how dare him interfere cause Adam, and to cause Adam Cole to not become a two-time NXT heavyweight champion. But no, always good to talk to Adam. I didn't talk to Adam since my between-the-ropes days when he was at ROH and he was the champ. So it was good to reconnect with Adam. We talked about a ton of things. We'll get into that in a minute. But I just want to real quickly about that NXT show. It was a good show. You know, they really announced they're going two nights for TakeOver. That Wednesday and Thursday, so that's phenomenal. Like, we need more wrestling in our lives. So I was like, oh, man. But no, first night of TakeOver will be on that Wednesday, and then that Thursday will be on Peacock. So that's fantastic. It seems like they're going Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Santos Escobar, and Jordan Devlin. That's going to be some fun. And there'll be a women's tag team title defense as there is an NXT women's tag team champions, new champs, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. So congrats to them. So that's a pretty cool deal, man. I, you know, NXT, I thought was very solid. That main event though, Colin Balor can watch that all day long. So definitely check that out. Whether on the WWE network or if you DVR it like I did, I D I watched it live until the final like 30 minutes and, when you have kids, you take them to bed. <laughs> but now, but some really great stuff here with Adam Cole. We talk Oreo cookies. Yes, we talked about the Undisputed Era. We talked about where they rank among the all-time great factions in pro wrestling. We talk his relationship with Britt Baker. The overhyped battle of the Wednesday Night Wars in the Cole Baker household. And a whole lot more. So make sure you rate, review, download, subscribe, 
to all that cool shit because this is an awesome pocket. This is one of my favorite ones I've done in a while just because I have that relationship with Adam. So I thought, you know, it just came out really well. It came out genuine for you guys here. So there is, there was a good article I wrote on the zone news about this, about our interview, about the fight. And I know people were like, Oh, go to the zone news. It's simple. Or just go to Adam Cole, the zone and boom, it's right there. Or the heavy listen to the pod. Listen to the podcast. because We talk some about some really cool stuff And but right now, here is the former NXT heavyweight champion of the world, Adam Cole, baby. What's going on, Adam? It's been a long time, my friend. We haven't talked since the ROH days. How are you, buddy? God, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I can't complain. And, you know, Adam, I seen something on Twitter recently, and I, I had to ask you this. And what is your favorite Oreo cookie? Ooh, okay. This is a God, this is an excellent question. Thank what you. A way to kick off the interview. That's serious. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at them now. Ooh. We still got all these packages that uh, my lovely girlfriend bought, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with mint. Oh. I, I, so the mint, the mint ones, they remind me of Girl Scout cookies, and you can't go wrong with a good Girl Scout cookie. No. So that's that's gonna be my ultimate favorite. I think. Oh, um, now see, double stuffed or no. So, uh, so I don't know if mint actually is it like has a double stuff option. I mean, you can't go wrong with double stuff though. No, no, like classic double stuff. Absolutely, oh, yeah. can't go wrong. And, and truth be told, you could ask me this question a week later, and I I could change my answer. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as, as of right now, mint, mint is my go-to. I have to ask one more Oreo question because I'm a hardcore Oreo guy, and my wife looks at me so like good. every time we go to the grocery store. Even if now I go by myself, and every time yeah. if, they're, if if Adam if they're on sale, we're getting at least two. We're getting at least two, and I get that look. I'm like, well, I'm a sports writer. What do you expect from me? We just eat and drink water all day, right? And, and it's a crime. It's a sale. You gotta take advantage of the sale. <laughs> now, do you dip them in milk? Because I like dipping them in some chocolate milk. So I, I, I do prefer milk, but the thing is, is I actually, unfortunately, I was just born this way. I, I can't do like straight up classic milk. I have to use almond milk because otherwise okay. it, it really upsets my stomach. So, but it's amazing when you do, first of all, it, there is like quite an adjustment from milk to almond milk. You can definitely taste the difference. Oh yeah. But as time has gone on and I just don't drink or use regular milk anymore, you really can't tell the difference. And dip, dip in a double stuffed Oreo into some almond milk. Mm, delicious. See, Adam, delicious. this Adam's going to go down. This interview is going to go downhill now because I have all my wife gets almond milk and she gets it in everything. We have it with coffee, <laughs> cookies. This interview is going to suck now. I'm not going to lie. I don't know where I can go. I don't know where I could go from here. I we could, guess we could talk some wrestling now. And, right. you know, you look at. I just look at your, you know, right when you were about to lose the title and just to see you went from a heel. Then you had the baby. It seemed like a baby turn. I, to me, I felt yeah. like it was more of a tweener role. And now right. back to that heel role. Do you prefer kind of going back and forth or do you kind of prefer in one set way in terms of your character? So I actually love the shades of gray in wrestling characters. Uh, to me, that's what I think keeps everything kind of fresh, you know? Because, like, again, like you had mentioned, um, I, I was a bad guy for years on, on NXT television. And, and then I had that run there for a little bit, for a few months, 
where, like you said, I was kind of an in-between guy or maybe even leaning more towards a good guy, to almost give the fans just a little bit of a break. Uh, because then, when once again, I show my true colors and I'm 100% bad guy Adam Cole, it feels so fresh and so new now just because of those few months of, of doing stuff a little bit different. So not only for depth of character and not only for giving the fans a little bit of a break, I just think it makes everything so much more impactful. So absolutely. I, I love the fact that I have little dips and dives in my character. And I think it, it allows me to explore more things creatively, especially when it comes to interviews and explaining why I did what I did, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I, I really dig that. I have to ask this now because you and I wasn't even planning on asking this. And who's the better heel in the house, you or Britt? Oh God. Okay. Well, this is this may be a two parter. So, <laughs> on the screen, I think it's debatable. I think it depends. So Britt does a heck of a job. She does. Yeah. At the house, yeah. Britt takes the cake. <laughs> It's always, it's always, it's always the women, Adam. I'm, I've been, yep. we've been married almost seven years together, 13. I always am the ultimate baby face and yep. I'm, I'm the sucker for the kids and she just kind of gives me that look like, wow, you're being too nice. <laughs> yeah, but when we're at the house, the DMD really does come out. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. And I'm sure she would say the exact same thing about me if, if the roles were reversed, but. Yeah, I, I think she, she she takes the cake here at home. You know, I don't you, want to mess with her. Don't ever want to mess with her. You never want to mess with a good woman. I o- I right. always try to preface that. That's In, a great quote. Great quote. I want to write that down, by the way, when I'm done here, so I know the next time I get that in is, trouble. It's <laughs> good. It's good. You know, you look at, you know, now it seems like the Undisputed Era is done. And, you know, you look at just not even – take the relationship on NXT, but you take the relationship you guys have had even – outside the ring and other promotions, so on and so forth. And now you guys came to WWE and you guys reigned supreme in NXT. And where do you view the Undisputed Era as one of the – where do you view them in terms of all-time great factions? You know, I, I do think that when we were firing on all cylinders, I really do think we were special, um, it, especially when you look at uh, you know the relationship that all of us had, um, the backstory, considering the fact that we had known each other for a really, really long time. Um, I, I do. I, I feel like at that one point when we had all the championships, again, we were having high-profile matches all over the card. Um, and again, it was, when we were together, it truly was like a brotherhood. Um, so I do. I, I, I absolutely stand by the fact that I think as far as the modern era of pro wrestling goes, I, I do think we were one of the greatest factions ever. Now, you look at this match on, on Wednesday night, on NXT, live on USA, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. The show is stacked. And you got you got the women's title match. You got two big announcements coming up on the show by Regal. And then you got your match with Finn. And, you know, where do you – how do you view – you know, you could say it's like a rivalry with Finn Balor. And I remember I was talking to John Moxley last week. And one of the things that I was really thinking about is that's the best rivalry in their company. And I look at – it seems like you and Finn are just really now scratching the surface. You feel like you guys are just starting to claw your way into what can be one of these great memorable rivalries. I do. Um, and, and I think there's a ton of aspects to that. Um, and I think it's actually started a long time ago. You know, even though we've had hints of 
having issues or matches and stuff like that in the past. It's been this like very slow build towards who is the greatest NXT champion of all time. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's what it's always been about. When, when we had our first match together and I was the NXT champion and I beat Finn Balor and then we wrestled each other again and Finn Balor wins the NXT championship and he beats me. So now we're, going, we're coming into this match. And again, technically it's the rubber match. It's to see yeah. who truly is the greatest NXT champion of all time. Um, I, I stand by the fact that Finn is one of the greatest guys to ever hold the NXT championships. Um, I, I think he was before I got there and had my record-breaking 403-day run as NXT champion. Um, but absolutely. I, I think even the way this match has been promoted, people have been calling it Megastar versus Megastar. And, and, yeah. I, and I do truly believe that many people view us as the 1 and 2 or 1A and 1B as far as NXT champions go. So I absolutely feel like we're scratching the surface. And it feels so so new and so fresh every single time. Every single time we've had a match together, it feels um, almost like it hasn't happened before because so much different stuff is going on around us. You know, do you feel then, you know, you look at, and I imagine this match is going to headline the show. I would have to figure that in. You know, you look at, at the end of the day, is the winner the greatest NXT champion of all time in your mind? Or do you think that that story is yet to be told? Well, I, I mean, to me, in a perfect world, I, I do think it, it at least determines the trajectory of where it's going for who is the greatest NXT champion of all time. You know, in, in my opinion, that is what's on the line here. Um, again, you, you can't get any more big time than this match on Wednesday. Um, again, like I said, the fact that we've fought each other twice before, we each have a victory. Um, I decided that I wanted to kick Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly out of the Undisputed Era because I want my NXT championship back. I, I see many people argue that I'm the greatest NXT champion. I see some people still argue that Finn Balor is the greatest NXT champion. There's a lot on the line here. And, and certainly, in my opinion, whoever wins this match, whoever walks out of this match as the NXT champion, in my opinion, they are the greatest NXT champion of all time. How do you view things right now for your career? You know, you you had that great run, you know, and then everything going on right now with the Undisputed Era, and then, you know, right now everything going on with Finn. Where do you view Adam Cole right now in March of 2021? I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders right now. Um, I, I feel creatively uh, incredibly focused, incredibly ready to go. Uh, a, a bunch of this stuff feels very fresh and very new to me. Uh, I feel like in this role that I'm in now, I'm in my element. Uh, it's just, it feels really, really good. I, I feel like I'm at a cool point now, again, kind of talking about what we were talking about earlier with the, you know, me clearly being a bad guy and then, and then me going through and being somewhere in the middle, even more so leaning towards a good guy and now being full blown. All, all I care about is Adam Cole again. Uh, it feels good and it feels fresh and it feels exciting and not just to me, but to other people who are watching. Um, so I'm feeling really good about everything going forward. I'm feeling really good about this match on Wednesday, and I'm definitely feeling good about the uh, next few months for Adam Cole. You talk about the next few months, and where do you see? Your, where do you, what do you think about dream matches? You know, I know you probably get this question asked often, but you've barely like we talked about earlier, scratching the surface. Yeah. Where do you view yourself? You know, in terms of dream matches, do you want 
that spot on the main roster, and you or you you like you know what? There's so many more dream matches I need to have here before I ever even give that any type of thought. Right, right. So, so I'm really fortunate right now, and I think wrestling fans are too, in that seriously, no matter where I end up, like NXT, Raw, or SmackDown, to me, there's a ton of dream matches I want to have. There are tons of guys that I want to wrestle in NXT that I haven't wrestled yet. Um, there are tons of guys on SmackDown who I've never wrestled that I want to wrestle. Raw, same thing. Like, there's, there's so many exciting possibilities about what could happen. I know I've said this before, but um, I love NXT, and I am by no means in any rush whatsoever to leave NXT. I, I love being a part of the brand. I'm proud of the brand. I'm excited to be here to see when it takes off and grows more and more and more and more. But at the same time, of course, the idea of wrestling a Roman Reigns or an AJ Styles or a Drew McIntyre has me jazzed. So, again, the, the fortunate thing is there is no possibility for me where I'm like, oh, crap, I, this doesn't work. Or, oh, man, I really wish I was here. Like, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. It's very exciting. You know, I have to ask you this because I've never really seen you talk about this, and I feel like I wouldn't be doing myself right as a journalist if I don't ask you this sure. question. And, you know, you know, a lot of fans, and there's even some in the media that make a lot out of what Wednesday night really means. And, you know, I want to ask you, what does it mean to your house? You know, does it does it cause any friction? Does it cause, or does it cause excitement? Because, you know, you, you may be on two opposite sides of the street, but at the yeah. end of the day, you're both in the same profession. So what is that like when it comes to Wednesday nights and Tuesdays and Thursdays? Man, you hit the nail on the head. It's so much excitement, you know, especially within this household. Like, I am I am her number one fan. I can I see that. I am so you know. proud of her. Um, I am so impressed at her growth and her development and how serious she takes this job. Um, and, and again, I intently watch everything that she does and vice versa. She's the same with me. She can't wait to watch Wednesday. She can't wait to see the big championship match. She can't wait to see what I have going on. So it, it, it like, as far as how it feels, it's I'm proud of her. She's proud of me. And there's just so much support going on uh, because a bunch of really exciting stuff is going on for both of us. So yeah, to, to be, <laughs> I know some people imagine it being this like war, <laughs> right? It, it, it is definitely not like that. It, it, there's a, there's a bunch of love going on in here. I was going to say, it does definitely seem like that. And we'll end with this. And why should fans watch the big match coming up, the NXT, NXT title match coming up on Wednesday night, live on USA, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, as you look to regain the NXT title from Finn Balor? So it's quite simple. And I don't mean to sound cliche. Um, and I don't mean to sound like I'm trying to oversell what is on the line here tomorrow. But I mean this in Every single match that I've had in NXT, but actually in my entire career, this is the most important NXT championship match that has ever taken place. You have two guys who many people regard, most people regard, as the greatest NXT champion of all time. They're going to have their rubber match for the NXT championship and finally prove who the best really is. It does not get any bigger than this. Finn has been, again, firing on all cylinders. I'm feeling better about myself, more confident, more ready to go than ever. Um, this is a big one. It's, it's about as big as it gets. And this determines where NXT is going to be going forward for you know the next few months, maybe the next year to come. 
Uh, it, like I said, it's as big as it gets, and it's definitely one that you want to say that you watched live. I'm looking forward to watching it live tomorrow night, Ed, and it's good to reconnect. And It's been a long time since we chatted. Thank you so much for the time today. It means a lot. The best of luck tomorrow night. And you know what, Adam? I'm going to get off the phone here, and I'm going to have some Oreo cookies, my friend. I love it. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> All right, Adam. Talk soon, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Mark. A big thank you to the former NXT heavyweight champion, Adam Cole. And there are, and I will confirm this, there are double stuffed mint Oreos. And they're phenomenal. They're amazing. They don't come out often. But when they do, there's always a couple packs in the Mulehausen house. He came up short last night, but but you know what? It was a hell of a match. I know another good program coming up with Kyle O'Reilly, so that should be a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing the where that program goes, and I think that's a good program for both guys, and hopefully someday down the line. I'd like to see Adam get to the main roster, and I think he could tear it up with Roman Reigns and McIntyre and Orton and AJ Styles and Matt Riddle and guy, Big E, I think guys of that you know, upper mid-card main event level, I think Adam Cole could really tear the house down. So hopefully sooner rather than later, hopefully we see Adam up there. And I had to ask the question about Wednesday nights with him and Britt, just because you have to look at it as, you know, no one talks, he does, they don't, no one talks about it. I've never seen an interview where it's been discussed. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is, Let's go this route, see where he goes. And and then yeah, I thought it was a really good answer because he's right. It should be about excitement. I know there's the AEW hardcore base, there's the WWE fan base, but it's like we're all, at the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans. And that should be the only thing that matters. So it was very good to talk to Adam Cole, baby. Once again, hopefully talk to Adam very soon. But the podcast will be coming out tomorrow because this will be out very shortly. I'm just going to hit, I'm going to upload it, and boom, it'll be live for you guys. Tomorrow, big interviews. Big boxing show this weekend coming up out in Dallas, Texas at the American Airlines Center, live and only on the zone in over 200 countries and territories. Big time rematches. It's the name of the game this coming weekend. You have in the main event the two best super flyweights in the world. Juan Francisco Estrada puts the WBC title on the line against the legendary WBA titleist Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. The co-main event it is also a doozy for the undisputed women's welterweight championship of the world four belt title holder Jessica McCaskill takes on former title holder Cecilia Brakis. I'll tell you guys right now we got both of those beautiful not beautiful ladies because they're beautiful ladies we got those great ladies on the podcast. McCaskill talks about why she won, how she's going to send Brakus into retirement. Did Brakus underestimate her? And what big fight does she view that where she can be the first woman, the first woman's fight where each competitor makes a million dollars? I thought that answer was quite intriguing. And then we'll end it with Cecilia Brakus. I thought a very intriguing story, not story, but the reason she gave for the her losing the belts to begin with back in August and a really good fight that 
McCaskill won by majority decision. Thought that answer really made you really think of just what the world was like last August. It's different now. It seems like vaccines are everyone that's rearing and roaring and everything like that. So it seems like Breakus is in a good place. But I thought the answer she gave was quite interesting. Did she watch her rival, Clarissa Shields, fight last weekend? And if she did, what did she think of that fight? And what does she think right now of the equality in women's boxing? Because that's always a hot-button issue, considering the route Shields had to go for that fight to happen. Should women be paid more than the men? And I thought her answer in terms of the boxing hierarchy, the promoters of the sport, I thought her answer on that was quite intriguing. But you can rate, review, download, subscribe. That'll be up tomorrow. Make sure you do that. Rate, review. Guys, come on. you got to give me we got to bump ourselves up here, get ourselves in the ratings. It's easy. Just give five stars. It's simple, to the point. Boom. We're good. We're on our way. So if you, as long as you guys do that, that means a lot. it will be greatly appreciated. But you can find me on Twitter at smealhausenjr. You can find the podcast. Just go out. We have a Facebook page, the Walkway to Fight Club. Just hit that search tab. Twitter at Walkway Fight. Instagram, Walkway to Fight Club. Boom. Tomorrow, don't forget. Undisputed women's welterweight champion Jessica McCaskill and the former champion Cecilia Brakus as they fight coming up Saturday night from the American Airlines Center live and exclusively on the zone. And not exclusively on the zone, it streams exclusively on the zone, but also airs on pay per view for $24.95. So if you don't have the zone, I don't know why you wouldn't, make sure you go and order that fight live on pay per view. This is Stephen Mielhausen, and I'll talk to you guys next time.